Hi, y'all. I'm Hadley, and today I'm here with a very, very special guest. Pfeiffer Davis. Okay, full name. <laughs> We're doing something a little bit different today. We had the idea, because we, we knew we wanted to do a podcast with each other, and we were like, what would be um, something that we could like add a unique perspective to? And we were like, hmm, true crime, in podcasts inspired by stuff like that, you know, like murder documentaries. And the very first case that we thought of was the Watts case because it's pretty, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's pretty local to here. They were from Moore County, right next door. A lot of people have heard about it. There's a ton of movies, podcasts, stuff about it. But for one special reason, Pfeiffer actually has a pretty like close connection to this case. And that would be because my mom knew her before they moved to Colorado uh, around, what was it, 2010? They moved around, I think it was like 2012, actually. Mm, so so you would have been time. six, seven before they moved. And I don't remember ever meeting her, but I know that I was around her. I was just a child. But my mom and her were really close growing up. And I'm pretty sure she even met her husband and said he was a little weird. So Pfeiffer, can you give us some special insider info? So <coughs> um, even as a kid, I didn't fully make the connection that that was Shanann. But my dad had to tell me a little later on. But my mom would talk about, um, like I said before, how she had even met Chris. And he just, the way that she explained it was she met him and he just seemed, obviously anybody can be quiet when you first meet them, but. Like you just know. Like, you know, there's people I know that are, you get it. Yeah, she would even say that he would almost be like attached to her all the time and would like be sort of controlling over her and would not want her to go certain places and stuff like that and that is probably a huge reason why my mom and Shannon weren't very close and that like later being, on yeah, yeah that like, being and also them moving to Colorado so um it was 2012 when they moved so you gotta think you know it's not like they could just I mean they could call like obviously phones were a thing but like that wasn't a huge thing like social media stuff like that like they mm -hmm. probably lost touch like really fast after that right but um I didn't hear much about her but well I probably did and just didn't realize that it was Shannon but that is that is one thing that I remember because even my dad remembers her telling him about how he was weird and she might have even been like worried about Shannon just because of like you know, when people are with somebody like that, you, you can't tell them what to do, mm -hmm. but you're you're going to be a little worried about it. It's weird thinking about it from that perspective, because you always see in, you know, these documentaries and stuff, they'll always pick the people that are closest to the victims to, you know, come on and give the testimony, whatever you want to call it. So you always hear the big portions. You never hear about all these, like, little things leading up, you know, like, yeah, oh, the, her the, friends were worried about her. The warning signs. The warning signs. Like, you don't hear a lot about that. It's always the bloody details, like, the nasty stuff. You mm -hmm. don't. It's actually, like, really, it gets me on edge because it's, like, how many people do I know now? That you're hearing the warning signs. I'm hearing the warning signs right now, and I don't know what's going to happen. You know? Mm -hmm. That's interesting to think about. Anyways, let's get into the case. So, we've got some sources up right now that we're just going to be kind of, I guess, commentating on. The murders happened August 13th of 2018, so about, well, that's like six years after they moved. They lived in Colorado for about six years before this happened. So, it was definitely a while before it even kind of, I guess, got over here and got as popular. I mean, it's, it's the United States. I, like, I know it's not like a foreign thing, obviously, but, you know, not everybody knew about it. It's pretty... Frederick, Colorado, and... Not sure when their children were born, but they had one kid. Bella, Bella was four. four. The kids were like three, four-ish when they died. Mm -hmm. um, but then Celeste. 
that would have been like 2014. So, you know, they moved to Colorado 2012, have two kids a couple years down the line. Basically, I'm just going to sum up the um, story for backstory and for y'all. Shanann gets pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's, pre- yeah, she's pregnant Um, when he killed her. He killed his pregnant wife, Shanann, his two kids. So, I mean, if you want to count that as kill count of four, kill count of three, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, She was actually 15 weeks pregnant when she died, which is really alarming. Um, I don't really know if we're allowed to keep this detail on here, but the way he, um, the way he killed and disposed of them, he strangled them both, but he killed Shanann, um, in the house and buried her a day or two later out at his, um, out in the oil field. He was an oil contractor. He said, you know, after he was convicted, when he confessed, he said that when he put her in the, he buried her in like a really shallow grave and he dropped her face first. And when she hit the ground, she gave birth partially in 15 weeks how how many weeks is a pregnancy is it like 36 i'm not good at math so yeah she was about halfway there i'd say i guess i don't know how i don't know which trimester 15 mm-hmm. weeks is like it's first not going into second that is wild and that makes me think of um another case that i have to know a lot about because my mom is like absolutely obsessed with it it's all she talks about um the sharon tate case with like the manson murders where she was wasn't she was like almost completely she was pregnant pregnant. she was pregnant pregnant. she was almost completely done i know she was third trimester i don't know how many weeks but it's just so creepy like killing unborn we're gonna get banned from the podcast (laughs) (laughs) he was actually having an affair with nicole with yeah his mistress nicole they'd known each other for like two months yeah something two months not a long time at all and he killed his whole family to be with her. Um, a little bit extreme, in my opinion. Yeah, and she was actually Next. in the documentary and, like, spoke some. Nicole? But, mm-hmm, she was. The mistress. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. But uh, whenever he killed Shanann, it was, he told her that he was asking for a divorce, basically, and she threatened that he would never see his kids again. And then he strangled her. How the just get a lawyer. What? What? Yeah. He knew that he didn't want to be with his wife anymore. Uh, I think they'd had a bad, like a rough marriage. Like they knew that they weren't going to be together for a while uh, at this point. But I guess he finds this other woman. You know, he goes to Shanann and he's like, you know, I think we should file for a divorce. And she's like, you're never going to see your kids again. And that's when he kills them. So that's one thing that makes me think, was it, because um, in everything I've read, it's never said how uh, premeditated it was. You know, like, did he know I'm going to kill them tonight. Like, tonight is the night that I'm going to do it. Or was it more like, I know I'm going to kill her, but that just set him off. Even in one of the websites we read, he said the night before or something, he was, he knew that he was going to do it and he didn't stop it or something. It's, I don't know how exactly how premeditated it was because of how everything went down and how he was kind of stupid with it. I'm not saying that, um, like, you should play a murder smart you know what i mean yeah like definitely don't do that yeah but don't don't kill anybody we don't but he was stupid with it very and he seems like a decently smart man you know i think he would have the because i mean he thought to bring them to his job and hide them in an oil barrel like that was pretty he clearly put some thought into it afterwards but it seemed like the prep was maybe not as thought through so that's what makes me think that he just kind of snapped. And the way he talks about it, too, he mm-hmm. talks about it like 
it's just something he couldn't control, which is yeah. the scary and part. Even with the him him killing Shanann first and then his daughter walking in, that's not a reason to kill them. Um, yeah, he said that when he was because he killed his wife in the house, um, and then ended up killing his daughters later at the actual the site of the like burial or whatever you want to call it in the oil but uh, he drums. had tried to kill or he was going to kill them in the house but oh, he was going to kill them in the house but he couldn't bring himself, bring himself to down. do it yeah for sure. um yeah he was going to kill him in the house because wasn't it one of them walked in on him Bella walked in on him yeah. Bella walked in on him killing uh Shanann and those kids were actually smart because they mm-hmm. they knew what was up they asked questions and when they got out there one of them actually kind of like put up a fight against mm-hmm. him, tried to like escape. And it said the first, the younger child, he just dropped her, just strangled her, dropped her, or suffocated her, dropped her right in the oil barrel. And the other child put up more fights. So we kind of had to do, we had to take a little uh, quick break, but I think this is going to be it for today. We talked about uh, as much as we could fit into this time frame. Uh, we don't want it to go on for too long, but what are your, I guess final thoughts on the case like anything because they don't give the full story always okay um well I think that he could have done so much more just had a simple divorce and not killed his whole family um that's basically yeah and he was also really stupid with it which is kind of good because he was caught but no he didn't call it in or anything he just let other people realize that his wife was missing and his kids were missing. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing, actually, uh, that I thought about. Like, why would he do all of this, you know, to cover himself? To cover himself and then not think that he would be the biggest suspect and when just, his wife and kids have been missing for like four days and he's just like, eh. And like, a friend calls him in. I don't know where they went. I think they went to the store, right? Like, she said she was going to Food Lion. Like, no. <laughs> I, just, I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that he was. I just think he's a really dumb man, and I'm glad that he's in prison. Oh yeah, more than dumb. Like oh yeah, just horrible. horrible. Yeah, like sociopathic. Sociopathic. Maybe it's like a good word. Mm-hmm. I don't know the difference actually. Maybe I we sort of do. We could talk about that next time. <laughs> we could talk about famous sociopaths. Also, I think it's weird that my mom knew her. And oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so I might have mentioned this before, but my mom passed away in 2014, and she was buried in the cemetery in Moore County, Bethesda Cemetery. Uh, Recent, not, sort of recently, yeah, Shanann and her two kids were buried diagonal from my mom in the same cemetery. Okay, Okay. (laughs) quick. We have to cut like half of this out.